Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Leave your kingdom. I want the blessing that's mine now, and I'm going to go ahead and go live how I want. That's not how it works, all right? So check this all. Check this out and check it all out. There he wasted all his money in wild living. Verse 14, about the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. How fitting, right? The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. Verse 17, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough, what, to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. You see that this is a type and a shadow. This is a, an example of how God loves us as our father. All right? His father saw him coming. So filled with love and compassion, after the son ran off and wasted all his money, I'm sure the son is in rags, stumbling to his father's house. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. I need to just do a side note here. Some of you are very affectionate, men and men, women and women, even amongst family, and y'all kiss each other. That never bothered me, but my brother was always like, you better hug me. My brother's a, a, he's a hugger, and we have some uncles on both sides of the family. They'd hug us and kiss us, and I just, I'd pretend like I was part of a mafia family. I'd let them kiss me, you know, and I'd just, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, just, they're, they're just, I thought we were just maybe part of a mafia family. I pretended, which we weren't. They're Baptists on both sides, good faith, faith, uh, God-fearing people. And, uh, but my brother was always like, man, I'll hug people, but I don't want them kissing me, you know? So I, I don't think I've ever kissed John on his cheek. Maybe I did as a kid just to frustrate him. But uh, that's just a side note. So the father ran to his son and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Now a kiss is a symbol of covenant. You've got to remember that. Verse 22, but his father said to the servants, look, quick. Bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. That ends verse 24 right there. Y'all like that, huh? The party began. Some of y'all have been going by all the rules, quote unquote, and you say, oh man, there's been no parties. Well, I mean, come on. Come on, man. The people on our street, I won't say where. They've been partying the whole time. They've been partying, having a good old time the whole time. I've seen them show up with ice and other things that go with ice, drinks and food, and you can hear them, and they're having a good old time. So the party began. Now, I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. I had not until about a week or 10 days ago. But Jesus was well-versed in this because he's God in the flesh. He discusses, actually, the five love languages in this story. I've never noticed that or seen that before. We know that Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages, and I've never really thought of it this way. But we're going to talk about the five love languages today. We've been talking about love. The overarching title of the series is, is uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? Well, today as we discuss the five love languages, I want you to be encouraged and be reminded that through this season, but all seasons, 
you can show love in different ways. Some of us have feel, felt incapacitated. Now, I show love in different ways, but one of my predominant ways to show love is through physical touch or words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, hey, praise God. Here I am on Facebook Live encouraging you and telling you how much I love you and how much God loves you. But physical touch right now has been limited, right? There's been times I felt like I couldn't talk hardly without touching someone. How are you doing? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you, sister. Now, not everybody is great at physical touch. There's no problem there. We all speak different love languages. Today, we're talking about expressing love in different ways, and Jesus talked about all five. First one is, once again, physical touch. If you look at verse 20 there, what does it say? So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming, filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son. What's the first thing he did? He embraced him. That is a powerful love language. He embraced him. First thing he did was he hugged him and he kissed him. And my brother Jonathan cringed. Jonathan's a hugger. He comes in like that for hugs, but he's like, oh, no, man, I don't know about all that. But, hey, the dad hadn't seen him in a while, and he hugged him and he kissed him. This is powerful. Physical touch. Now, I know that there's some folks at the sound of my voice this morning and you are not touchy-feely, and that's fine. It doesn't mean you say, man, they don't walk in love. No, they just speak a different love language. Some people are like, I love you, brother, but six feet. But why? Why? A virus? No, just six feet. Get up off me, man. I love you. Blow me a kiss. Tell me how much you love me. Give me, you know, we're going to get into some other. I don't want to ruin it on the other five love languages, even those of you that already know about them. All right? So physical touch is a big deal. Why is that so important to me? Well, physical touch, to me, has always affirmed me in a different way that it affirms other people. Some people love that. When someone looks at you, puts their hand on their shoulder, and tells you something, to me, it was always an exclamation point for what someone was saying to me. I think Adrian's that way as well. She's, she's physical touch. This, this whole thing first came out. Me and Adrian were looking at each other. We're like a couple of chickens in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, the farmyard there. We're like, what do we do? Hey, how you doing? You know, we're like bucking to touch, say hi. Hey, you, let's touch fingers, you know, at least. What do you do? But physical touch is important. Some folks don't like it as much as others, but it is one of the love languages. And I believe that physical touch is one way that we tell folks, I'm close enough to touch you, and I'm here. All right? I'll never forget, I went to, um, it was Indonesia in May of 2004, and I didn't know this. I didn't know this. But you aren't supposed to touch strangers in Indonesia, and it's a Muslim country, and especially women. I didn't know that. Me, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity employer. I touch everybody. Even in a pure and, and kind and fatherly way, a safe way. But I, I meet people. I mean, I met someone in a jewelry shop, and it was a lady. We were there. It was nothing weird to me. Like, hey, how are you doing? They're talking. They're interacting. And they were glad to see us. And I reached out and touched them, and everybody was like. And I did it over and over again. I was there about a week and some days. In Indonesia, it was Bali. And I just I kept touching people. But no one frowned when it was a man. But the woman thing, I, I don't know if it's because it was a Muslim country. I don't know, but you weren't. And then finally someone said, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to um, touch women. And I said, oh, my bad. I'll just, I'll just touch them with my sweet words, I guess. I had, to, I had to tone it down. All right? But praise God, there's five ways that we can express our love. And I think one that we need to add this morning, it is not in the list, all right? But it is in the story. 
And folks say, well, that fits under some of these other ways to express love, under one of the other love languages. But I think a separate love language should be food. Amen, somebody? I mean, that's going to fit in in a different way here in a minute. But, and all the, all the people of God said amen on Facebook Live and in person and outside and next to the trees that God planted and out in the field, everybody said amen. So physical touch is number one. You touch someone to show them you're there. You touch someone to show them you care and you're available. That's just one of the love languages that I operate in. Number two, oh man, this is going to get a great response from a lot of people. That's gift giving. Let's go to verse 22. Some of you are like, don't touch me, but I'll take a gift. <laughs> I love you. Verse 22. But his father said to the servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. All the ladies in the house are like this, uh-huh. Put a robe on me and a ring on my finger or a dress or a new pair of Gap jeans. Those are on sale by, right now, by the way. A lot of stuff's on sale. Get online if you have a little bit of money and just, you know, get something real cheap. But gifts are important to people. How many folks on Facebook Live, let's see if we can get some more interaction in the house. How many folks on Facebook Live say, gift giving, that's, that's, that's my love language. I like to give gifts, I like to receive gifts. Or you can distinguish and say, I don't necessarily give gifts, but I like to receive gifts. And then you told on yourself, and we will have record of it. I'm just kidding. So how many of you like gift? You guys like gift giving? Anybody in the house? So do y'all like receiving or giving them? Giving gifts. You're big on it. Let me hook them up. Both. She's fluent. Sister said she's fluent in giving and receiving gifts. What, what do you think? Giving or receiving gifts more? Both? All right. Y'all are, y'all are just getting spiritual now because before I said that a while ago, you're like, I just like receiving gifts. I'm just messing with y'all. What do you got over there online? Jonathan says he prefers food. <laughs> Wait. John, we will give you the gift of food. Alice? Alice okay. says physical touch and gift giving. All right, all right. Connie says gift giving. Elaine says both. Elizabeth Molina says gifting. Gifting. Elizabeth, you are so educated and discreet. You like gifting. Monica says that she likes to give gifts. Michelle likes both. Alicia likes both. Candace likes giving. Fabian likes physically touch. We got them coming in. Okay, praise God. Hey, thank you for interacting. What about your physical, say, I don't have a gift for you, but my physical touch is a gift to you. Be blessed. Someone just shook their head no. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I don't have any money on me, but bring her in. Bring her in. They're like, get up off me. All right. Gift giving. I think since I've been married, I like receiving gifts more because my wife makes Christmas and my birthday such a big deal. This year, I'm going to be honest, in February, I started talking about my birthday. I just made a few comments, but Jen is so good at making birthdays special for people that, I mean, I was already, I thought, nah, I'm getting too old for all this, and I married Jen, and she's like, it's your birthday, man, what do you want? I was like, I don't know, nothing. She's like, that's not going to work. I'm going to get you something, and she's made gift-giving very special to me. I like giving gifts. I like, I like giving when it hurts. I've always loved challenging myself because I, there's been times where God would speak to me and I'd give away a pair of shoes and I'd just cringe because I like shoes. I don't have a ton of them, but I like shoes. And the Lord's laid it on my heart before to give away a pair of Jordans. And I was like, but, but I like the shoes. And I saw them walk out, you know. I just saw the shoes walk out of my life forever. But, you know, gift giving is important. I think gift giving is important 
because uh, let's, let's think about Scripture. Scripture says, look at this. This is going to stretch it out a little bit. Scripture says you don't show up before God or the king without a gift in your hands. Isn't that interesting? It says that in the Old Testament. Don't show up to see the Lord without a gift. Now, this does not mean, man, if I don't have tithes and offerings today, or I can't text to give today, I can't go to church. No, I believe it's a reminder, old school style and Old Testament style, that that's one of God's love languages. He's, he speaks all five love languages, giving and receiving perfectly and fluently. Jesus proved that by this story of the prodigal son, this story of the wild son, this story of the lost son. But we should give gifts to God. He said, man, does he need it? No, God said, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. He said, all the silver and all the gold, those are mine. He also says, all the beasts, all the animals of the field, those are mine. I'll take care of those. It's all his anyway, right? I remember someone said on ESPN, I think when I was much younger and I had hair, I think someone said on ESPN, hey, hey brother, it's your world. We're just paying rent. Well, in the same way, yeah, it's God's world. It's God's world, and he, he is the best at giving gifts, all right? So let's go on to number three. Who loves acts of service? Mm -hmm. There's some folks that they like all these love languages. I know you do. Acts of service. I like acts of service. I do. I really like receiving acts of service when someone says, can I get that for you? Sometimes our pride gets in the way. Has it ever gotten in the way of, of you receiving again? I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. Even with my wife sometimes, like, I, I got it. And she goes, baby, sit down. Let me get it. Oh, okay. All right. Acts of service. All right. Let's go to verse 23. This is verse 23a. So it's the first part of the verse. Check this out. And kill the calf. We have been fattening. Wow. Some of you don't get freaked out. Um, meat comes from animals. I'm going to just look you deep in the eye this morning on Facebook Live. Meat comes from animals. So don't tell me you're a vegetarian and stuff and you're eating chicken nuggets at McDonald's. I know that's probably only 5% meat, but it's still meat in there, I'm, I'm, I hope. So he says, and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. So the first part of that verse, 23a, that is acts of service. He said, man, I'm going to do something special for you. It always touches my heart when someone is servant-hearted, all right? I love to be able to serve people, but I love it when someone's serving and they do it with the right attitude. They do it, they're like, I don't want to receive anything. Let me just help, okay? Acts of serving, doing stuff for people. Even at the store right now, you say, man, I don't know. I go to the store and they got these little blue boxes. Stay six feet away, please, and all this stuff. No, you can still serve and help and, uh, you know, hold your breath or something as you help somebody move their groceries. I don't know. Do, do something to help somebody. And if you're not comfortable with that, praise God, there's five love languages. Six, if we add Brother John's food, food ministry, right? All right. Acts of service. You want to you wanna reach out and do stuff for people. Get out of the box, they say. Get out of your comfort zone. That's very trite. I know, very cliche, but it's true. Say, man, that makes me uncomfortable. Well, make yourself a little uncomfortable sometimes with these. I don't mean you have to just be touching people if you're not touchy-feely. But some of these, you can really get out of where you are and say, man, I'm going to reach out, especially during this time. Do people need love during this time? Oh, man, they need love. Praise God that God already invented this. Scripture says God is love. Not he has love. He is love. 
And you mix all these love languages with the love of God and you're doing it with the right motive on your heart. You're doing it at the right time. You're doing it because you love people. If you go to hug someone and they don't want to hug you and you get mad, that's between you and God. I mean, over the years, don't get me wrong. I've come to church over the years and I'm, I'm a church boy. I've been coming to church. Folks say, man, I had a drug problem. Yeah, me, I got drugged to church. That was my drug problem. That's my testimony. God can save us and rescue us, and then God can keep us as well. And my testimony is, man, I got drugged to church. Sometimes I was like, man, I, I, no, there was no debate. We're going to church. But I'd get to church sometimes. I remember even as a kid, I'd go to hug people. They were adults, not many. They just weren't into that. They weren't mad at you. You go to hug them, and they're like closing up. They're like, their, their turtle shell came up. They were, they were like, or you go to hug people, and they go like this. I've seen that before, and that's Okay. Don't you be frustrated. Show them love in another way. I bet, I bet if they refuse a hug and you go, I got a dollar, you want a dollar? I bet they'd receive your gift. Hey, man, come on, give me a hug. I love you. No, okay, here's a silver dollar for you. God bless you. It can turn that into gift giving or something. There's different ways to love people during this time. Utilize what you have here today, okay? So we have physical touch. We have gift giving. We have acts of service. You say, how could I, how could I serve? Man, if you're strong enough and got a lawnmower, mow somebody's grass. You say, man, all I can do is the front lawn. Well, don't worry about the back. Nobody can see that. You just go mow the front lawn. Help them out, all right? It'll be a half-done job, but at least help them. Help them out. Pick up some trash out of, somebody, out of somebody's yard. Access, there's always something you can do for someone. Ask yourself, how can I help? How can I help? Very simple. How can I help? Let's go to verse 23b. Luke 15, 23b, well, it's just 23, it's the last half of that verse, and he says, we must celebrate with a feast. I believe that is quality time. Let's sit down and eat together. Because now, how do the Mexicanos say? Pachanga. Is that a real word? It is, huh? I told my wife, man, we saw people showing up at people's houses on our street. I looked around, I said, it's Pachanga time. For many of you, that doesn't mean anything. In English, in English that word is pronounced pachanga. Just the same word, all right? Or pachanga. It sounds weird in English. Quality time. You wonder. I mean, I've watched people, and, and Miho is turning one-year-old, one and everybody's showing up with beer. I've always been like, hmm, they're just hanging out, right? They're just hanging out. Okay, all right. And no, I'm not, I'm not endorsing beer, do not drink beer. I encourage you not to. Hear me, all right? I encourage you not to. I do not drink. I encourage you not to. But my point is, folks get together, and they find a reason to get together sometimes. Praise God. That's good. Find a reason, all right? Find a reason. Say, man, let's get together. Zoom ain't cutting it. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. We've been on some Zoom calls, and I'm like this looking at Adrian. Adrian has an Android, and I'm like this. I'm like this. I'm like, I'm supposed to be leading this meeting, and I'm like, I'm going to keep smiling, Sister Adrian. She, and she's my sister. She's an old friend of mine. We're, we go back. We, we just love each other. And I'm like this. Okay, I can, I can hear you now, and I can't see you, Adrian. Oh, wait, I can, I can see you, and then you just, you went on mute, and Adrian's just talking. I'm like, no, we can't hear you. And I'm like, zoom, zoom, zoom. Let, when can we meet in person again? Bless the Lord. Quality time. Quality time is... I want to see you, I want to talk to you, I want to interact with you. And we got to put our phones away. How many of you know, not everybody's guilty of this. There's times I've even done this. I'm not a big phone guy. In fact, 
Here's a praise report. My phone usage this past week was down to one hour and six minutes. And I still don't know how I'm putting in one hour and six minutes a day on my phone. But hey, check your phone usage on your Apple. If you have an Android, pray for an iPhone. But anyway, God's going to bless you. We'll take up an offering if we have to, maybe, maybe not. But here's my point. When you get in contact with someone, it's time for quality time. Don't ask a question, and then when they're responding, look at your phone. I've been guilty of that before. My wife has reminded me, said, baby, we're talking. I'm like, I know. I'm so, let me throw this thing out of here. Because we go, hey, we ask questions. We say everything that's on our heart. We get everything off our chest, and they go to respond, and we go. And we stop listening. So phones really get in the way of quality time. What is quality time? It's spending time together and using every moment to look each other in the eye, to talk, to laugh, to utilize these other love languages. Be together. Quality time is let's be together, right? Other than Zoom or whatever or FaceTime. FaceTime's great. I love it. You can see people's faces on there. That's great. Quality time, uh, I believe you can do that over the phone too. I do believe that. But quality time in person to me is the best, all right? So that is number four today, quality time. We have physical touch, gift-giving, acts of service, and quality time. Now let's go to number five. This is a language that I speak fluently, a love language that I speak fluently. Let's go to verse 24. Verse 24 says, For this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. And what is that? Those are words of affirmation. He spoke a blessing over his son. So yeah, he was lost, that's past tense, but now he's found. He was gone, but now he's returned. He was dead to us, but now he is alive, all right? So words of affirmation, that is really easy during the season. You say, not for me, we didn't grow up doing that. Practice it. You say, man, I can't touch somebody. I can't even reach out to give them a gift because I don't even have gloves on my hands, whatever. But you can talk to people, can't you? There's never an excuse. You say, well, I just can't show any love during the season. Man, I'm going to just become a recluse. No, you can show love over the phone, in person. You can do acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, and especially words of affirmation. Over the phone, at the store, if you're out at the store, tell somebody nice. Tell somebody something nice. That's, that's just one of my things. You say, uh, uh, Pastor Matt, are you flattering? No. I naturally now, over the years of making it a habit, because words are my thing. Words and numbers are my thing. I add up numbers in my head all day long because it's relaxing. I see 49 plus 18. Oh, that's, that's 67. I, ju I just do that. It's normal to me. Numbers. I don't know why. But words, the same thing. So if I see someone, immediately my mind goes, oh, nice hair, nice hat, cool shoes. When you're tired of those, you know where I live, right? Just, I just talk to people. I, I bring up something positive. I'm not trying to flatter. It's just the truth. And it comes across genuine when you really love people. You genuinely love people. You're glad to see them. So look, words of affirmation are this. Ask a question even. I believe that's words of affirmation. When you say, how are you? A lot of people need that right now. They need a big, how are you? Instead of the big, Oh, man, I, I'm, 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 in, I'm in nuclear thermonuclear meltdown. Oh, maybe so, and it's radioactive. I know how it feels, but how, check on somebody else. Say, how are you doing? How are you handling all this? Do you need anything? 
Man, my wife and I have been talking to people, keeping an eye out, keeping our, our ears perked up. Mine are easy to perk up. They're already just out there. And we just, we've been telling folks, hey, they're hiring here. They're hiring there. Say, man, I, I'm not working. Hey, get back to work if you can. Find some place. You say, I, I'm laid off right now. Folks are hiring. They need your help. They need it now. Here's some words of affirmation. Here's some words of affirmation. Tell somebody, don't get lazy. You need to go get a job right now. I'm just kidding, kind of. I'm kind of kidding. Words of affirmation are they are hiring, and you are the right kind of person for the job. It's true. You are. There's work out there that fits you perfectly. Some of you need to tell somebody, hey, it's time to work now. You feel bummed out? Go find you something. God is going to bless it. God's hand is on you, and he's going to bless it. Scripture says he will bless everything your hand touches. And whatever you find to do, Solomon said, do it with all your might. Don't half-step it, all right? If you're going to work here or there, work as hard as you can. Do your best. Words of affirmation. Tell people that is nice. Tell people, ask people, how are you doing? Tell people, you know what? I've missed you. Had somebody to, uh, last night, said, man, <laughs> they said, man, they called me and said, I've, I've missed seeing y'all at church. This is weird. I said, I know. But soon and very soon, we'll be back together. And along those lines, you want to you wanna show some love? You, you, you be led on which love languages, and, and we'll, be, we'll be wise and careful. But tonight, we'll be meeting in our parking lots here at church, all right? We're going to have a drive-up. You could call it a service. You could call it a drive-up get-together. We're going to be handing out hot dogs. We have 300 hot dogs that we're going to be handing out. So if you get here a little late, you may not get one. You may just get a mustard packet or a ketchup packet that someone else dropped. So show up on time or early, and, man, we're going to, at, at the end of our little gathering, it's going to be brief, I believe, we're going to be handing out some hot dogs, okay? So tonight, you say, man, I need out of the house. Show up at 6 p.m. tonight, our church parking lot, 300 East Marlin. We've got some parking lots back there we want to, want to meet. There should be some music going on and a little bit of word. I believe pastor's going to share a little bit of the word. But the biggest deal is, even if you're in your car, we want to see your smiling face and wave at you and go, man, when are you going to get your hair cut? And that's it. I'm just kidding. Honestly, show up, man. Show up if you want to see your church family tonight. We'll be in the parking lot. I will, I will be getting out of the vehicle. I may have a paper bag over my head if I can't find a mask or anything. But uh, you're going to see some folks tonight, and you're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. So let's go through the five love languages that Jesus knew all along. Number one, physical touch. God always knew these. Why? Because God is love and he invented expressions of love. Physical touch, gift giving, acts of service, number three. Number four, quality time. And number five, words of affirmation. How can I do that? I'm not good at that. Start with, man, you, your teeth look sparkly. You brushed them today. No, there's lots of other clever ways you can tell someone and just affirm them lovingly. Say, man, I like those shoes. Man, how are you? Just talk to them. Show love with your words. That's words of affirmation. Be sweet to someone. Be kind to them. Give them a compliment. Talk about how you've missed them. Talk about how you've loved them so much, how, how you've loved them since you met them. You haven't been able to see them lately. So the five love languages are in effect, especially through this season, but always. Learn to express your love these ways. You say, man, I don't know how to. Find one you like. Find one you're good at. You say, I don't, I don't know how to even begin. Well, if you're good at receiving love a certain way, try giving it a certain way. 
and learn what other people's love languages are. You want to avoid misunderstandings in life with close people, people around you that you're in relationship with? Give them love in the language that they speak. Give them love in a way they understand, all right? Quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, physical touch. Say, man, they don't like physical touch, but I'm going to show my love and just keep trying to touch them. No, give them a gift. Spend time with them. Serve them somehow. Speak highly of them to them and about them. Speak well of them. Affirm them. But the best way for words of affirmation is directly through text, over the phone, through Zoom, 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 or in person, man. That's just the best. Words of affirmation. But you can speak blessing over people. So today, here's what I want to do now. I want to pray with you right where you are. I just want to pray with you. God longs to have an amazing relationship with you. Use this season not to binge watch stuff, not to waste time. There's stuff you can do at home. You say, man, I I felt stuck at home. Man, clean out a closet. Pray as you do it. Turn on some worship music. Turn it up loud. Turn it out. Turn it up so the neighbors can hear it. Because I'm telling you, everybody else, we can hear our neighbors playing their music, right? So turn your worship music up and get in God's, turn your worship music up and get in God's presence, all right? This is a time to love people like never before. It's a great opportunity to get closer to God than you ever have been. Let's pray today. If there is anyone at the sound of my voice who says, I just need to get right with God, it's easy. It's easy. Let me tell you how. You say, man, you don't understand, Pastor Matt. I'm a believer, and I've just been stumbling in some areas. I've been messing up. Hey, once you've accepted Jesus, you accepted him by faith. But even sinners, we, I mean, even believers, we sin at times. It doesn't make us sinners because we don't practice sin. But 1 John 1, 9, look at what this says. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness or wickedness. All right? You can call on God. You can repent and say, Lord, just help me. Forgive me. Let's do that right now. Lord God, forgive your people. We love you, Lord. Cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. We love you. We want to be close to you again. Please forgive us, Lord. We know what we did was wrong, whatever it is. You say, man, I've been thinking crazy, or I've been, I've been saying some stuff, or I've been talking bad about someone, or I've just been a little rude or edgy. And hey, God knows that this season has put a strain on everybody in some way. If folks say this has not affected me at all, they lie. All right? This has put a strain on us in different ways. Man, from the pastor to the, to the worker at Albertsons, to the person who works as, a, as an operator for a company, a phone operator, or a heavy equipment operator. It's affecting people in different ways. But God is still God. And everything, everything's going to be okay. I promise you. Scripture says, tell the righteous, tell those that are right with God, that all will be well with them. Scripture says, tell the righteous all will be well with them and they will receive the reward that they have earned. You say, man, how have I earned a reward? You just believe God. You believe God and your reward is on the way. We trust you, God. We believe you. I pray for the folks listening to this message today in Jesus' name. And if there is is someone hearing my voice who says, I have never accepted Jesus, I have never made him the Lord of my life, please repeat this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm so sorry for my sin. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. I call on the name of the Lord. Save me, Father. 
Jesus, come to live in my heart by the Holy Spirit. I believe you died. Repeat that with me. Say, I believe you died and you rose again from the dead, Lord. So I've called upon your name and now I believe. So I am saved by faith. If you call on his name and you believe, you are saved. He says, saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved from sin. Saved from your old evil ways. Saved from yourself. Thank you, Father, for saving, saving us. Thank you for your goodness. And I speak a blessing over everyone listening. May the Lord bless and protect you. May he smile upon you and be gracious to you. May he give you of his favor and of his perfect peace. And Lord, reveal yourself to us through this season, even on Facebook Live or audio or other messages we're listening to. Speak to your people. And we know you will continue to bless us. We worship you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe one of the great ways that we worship God and show our faith is through giving. Today, I want you to take time to give. You say, well, I'm at home. We haven't been meeting in person for in-person services. You can give in different ways. I've got a few people in here that have, like I said, were essential, there's that word, <clears throat> to the production of today's message and worship for sound and audio and different things. But you can give in different ways, okay? You can text to give at 45777. That's if you're a new giver or the old way wasn't working for you. Or if you've been texting to give all along, you can still use the old number, all right? That's fine. There are those that out, out there, though, that say, you know what? I, I really don't want to mess with the text to give and all that. I want to take my offering, my tithe, my first fruit, whatever you promised God, I want to take it in person. Well, you can do that right here at 304 East Marlin. Our church office is open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's closed from 12 noon to 1, okay? 12 to 1 p.m. is closed for lunch, but you can show up 8 to 5, all right? Work that out. You say, I want to bring my tithe and offering in person. Show up at our church office at 304 East Marlin and give your tithe and offering there if you'd like to, okay? You can give that way. Or the third way you can give is go to kingsgatehobs.com. There's a link on there you can click on to give. Go to kingsgatehobs.com. Click on the menu, I believe, and the menu will drop down, and one of the options is, what is it, what is it, Vali, give? Just give, all right? So for those checking us out in the future, if you're not on Facebook Live, please spread this around, by the way. Go to kingsgatehobs.com, click on the little menu, click on live. It will take you to a screen, and that is where our service is also being streamed live as well. Not just Facebook Live, but on our website, kingsgatehobs.com. So you can text to give. You can give in person, or you can give online on our website, all right? Let's pray for our tithe and offering, just like if we were all meeting together, because I know this is important. It's part of our worship service. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. I thank you for the word today. Thank you for speaking through me. And Lord, even with all my flaws and everything else and the human edge that is involved, I believe you spoke a word to people from your word about your love. And now, Lord, we show you our love by giving to your kingdom. It's not simply just to keep the lights on at the church and, and keep staff paid or to pay to have the grounds taken care of and do other projects or even to, to give to other folks and to help folks that need it and our benevolence ministry, Lord God. Giving is a personal thing between us and yourself, Lord God. And we show our love to you because you said, bring the tithes and offerings into the storehouse. You also said, give and you shall receive. We know that when we give, we receive a harvest. Without sowing seed, there is no harvest. 
So, Father, we give in faith as an act of worship to you, as an act of obedience to you. We are not overcome by greed, but, Lord, we overcome greed by giving to your kingdom and giving to others. Thank you for this time of giving. We worship you. We thank you, Father. We honor you in all the earth. In Jesus' name, amen.